Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not Islam is true and we are starting right now with Mango T's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us, Mango. The floor is all yours. Thank you, James, and uh, thank you, Apostate Prophet, for accepting this debate. Um, Islam is true, and Apostate Prophet knows it's true. He knows Islam is true deep down in his heart. And there are seven ways to know that Islam is the complete and perfect truth for all mankind. Number one. Islam is the same message of all prophets from the first human being, Prophet Adam, to the last prophet, Muhammad. The message to mankind has not changed. Worship God, the only true God, and follow his prophet's examples. Every prophet was sent by God to mankind to deliver a simple message. God is one. In the Bible, Mark 12, 29, Jesus says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Islam shares the same sentiment. Islam is the same message of all prophets that have come in the past. Number two. The Quran is the only holy book that has never been changed by a man. Allah promises us in the Quran that indeed it is we who sent down the Quran and indeed we will be its guardian. The Quran was written down during the life and times of the Prophet Muhammad. Not only did that ensure its survival after the prophet's life, the Quran was also memorized by hundreds and thousands of people, and it was spread word for word throughout the world. Every word, every letter, and even every pause of the Quran has been passed down and remains the same till this day, over 1,400 years after its revelation. That's amazing. Number three, Islam promotes the use of logic. It promotes the use of reason. It promotes the use of knowledge. You know, mankind was given logic. It was given intellect for a reason. God would never ask us to set it aside when it comes to faith and belief in him. Without the use of our intellect, Faith is rendered weak. God knows that man needs proof in order to have deeper faith. Even Abraham asked God to give him a sign so his faith could be firm. And God did so through the birds. Abraham trained and called back to himself after their death. God also provides such proof in Islam. The Quran presents reasoning and encourages people. It encourages people 
let me just repeat that for a third time. It encourages people to think about the sign of creation and the signs of the Quran. This is an example. Islam promotes the use of logic. It promotes the use of reason. Number four, scientific proof. There are several uh, scientific proofs in the Quran. It's absolutely amazing. Some of the proofs of Islam are only now being discovered as humankind makes scientific discoveries. Some of these scientific proofs include, number one, the seas don't mingle with one another. So in the Quran, it talks about how he released the two seas meeting side by side. Between them is a barrier, so neither of them transgresses. Now, this is in the Quran, chapter 55, verse number 19 to 20. Today, this effect or phenomena is called the hello slime phenomena, and it was discovered only in the late 19th century at the very earliest. That is 13 centuries after the revelation in the Quran. So the Quran revealed the scientific proof 13 centuries earlier. Until then, it was believed that the seas were just one homogeneous, free-flowing body. Because of the physical force called surface tension, the waters of neighboring seas do not mix, caused by the difference in the density of their waters. Surface tension prevents them from mingling with one another, just as if a thin wall were between them. And this is described in the Quran, which, by the way, was revealed 14 centuries ago. The second scientific proof is the expansion of the universe and the heaven we constructed with strength. And indeed, we are expander. And this is in Quran chapter 51, verse 47. At the beginning of the 20th century, the only view in the scientific community was that the universe was fixed in size and infinite in existence. However, modern research has revealed that the universe, in fact, had a beginning and that it constantly expands. This was revealed 14 centuries ago, that the universe expands, and we only found out about that in the 20th century. A fact that was explained in the Quran in a time where, when telescopes and you know, similar technological advancements were not even close to being invented. How did an Arabian illiterate man know about the expansion of the universe? The third scientific proof is the function of the mountains. In the Quran, it says, and we placed within the earth firmly set mountains, lest it should shift with them, and we made therein passes, roads, that they might be guided. Now, this verse states that mountains perform the function of preventing shocks in the earth. This fact was not known by anyone at that time. The Quran was revealed. It was brought to light only recently as a result of the findings of modern geological research. The mountains play a similar, role, a similar role to a nail or a peg firmly holding down a tent. For example, Mount Everest, the summit of which stands approximately nine kilometers above the surface of the earth, has a root deeper than 125 kilometers. Now, how did an illiterate Arabian know about the function of the mountains? That is an incredible, incredible scientific proof in the Quran. I can go on and on and on and on about all of the scientific proofs that the Quran has, but I won't take up too much of your time. The fifth reason or proof to why Islam is true is the Prophet is mentioned in previous revelations. The Prophet Muhammad is mentioned many times in the Old and the New Testament. 
in some places, his name has been translated as comforter. Number six, proof of Muhammad's prophethood. Every prophet came with good character and morals. The prophet Muhammad was no exception. He was known as the trustworthy and the truthful, even to his enemies, those who opposed the message of Islam. Every prophet came with miracles, and the prophet Muhammad, by God's permission, also performed many miracles. During his prophethood, one of his miracles was that he was allowed by God to split the moon. And we, could, we have evidence to suggest that this moon was actually split. The last hour draws near, and the moon is split asunder. And if they see a sign, which is a miracle, they turn away and say, passing magic, for they are bent on giving it the lie, being always want to follow their own desires. This is Quran, chapter 54, verses 1 to 3. Now, many people around the world also witnessed the splitting of the moon, and it was recorded in many parts of the world, predominantly in China, in India, in Argentina. And the very last point to why Islam is the truth is that the truth can only be singular, right? If one faith affirms that angels are gods themselves, another affirms that angels are demons, and yet another affirms that angels are a creation of God, all three cannot be true at the same time since they contradict each other. And this is a simple logical truth. The truth can only be singular and all else falsehood. It is true to say that we are free to believe whatever we wish to believe, but that does not make it true. Truth is singular. It does not, it does not and cannot contradict itself. God is one. His truth is singular. His prophets all came with a singular message and the truth from their and our Lord. Therefore, Islam is true. You got it. Thank you very much for that opening statement. And want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We want you to know no matter what walk of life you were from, we are thrilled to have you here, whether you be Christian, Muslim, atheist, you name it. We're glad that you are here. And don't forget, we have a several huge upcoming debates. For example, one of them at the bottom right of your screen next week, Vosh and Dr. Bogardis on whether or not trans women are women. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be controversial to say the least. So hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future debates coming up. And with that, we're going to kick it over to AP for his opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us, AP. The floor is all yours. Thank you so much, James. Uh, thank you, Mango. Um, I guess I will start now. Um, with all due respect, Mango, that was a lot of garbage that I just heard. It's, it was uh, complete uh, nonsense. Um, first off, I don't uh, inherently deep inside know that Islam is true. Uh, on the contrary, I know for a fact that Islam is false. You cannot read my mind. You don't know the unseen. You don't know what I can. Uh, hold in my mind or as the Quran falsely points out with the ignorant uh, knowledge of science and the body that it had in the seventh century in my heart. Within all of that, I know that Islam is false. If now I am wrong about this, then I guess I made a huge mistake and that should be on Allah. I don't, I don't know. Or I'm, I'm stupid and that is also his fault in the end. So I certainly do not know that Islam is uh, true. On the contrary, I think Islam is false. You gave, uh, you said you gave seven points, seven proofs for Islam's truth. I counted eight to be uh, honest here. Uh, number one, uh, it's all the same message. I don't really care if it's all the same message because I don't believe that there is a God and I don't, I don't believe that the prophets are messengers. I believe that they are basically just uh, seekers and philosophers in their uh, time. Um, but I would disagree that the message is the same. I think that Muhammad had a very different message from what uh, Jesus Jesus told people and from what the other prophets told people. Islam is very detached from Abrahamic uh, religion and tradition, uh, contains a lot of things that completely deviate from from Abrahamic religion. If you ask a Jew to convert to Islam, the Jew would probably ask you why. You would tell the Jew, well, you know, so, so that you believe in the one God and go to heaven. The Jew will say, I already do believe in one God. 
So what's the problem? Well, you also have to, to ask the Jew to uh, believe in the Quran and to acknowledge Muhammad, the prophet, in order to go to heaven, which is a very strange thing because the purpose of uh, religion, of belief in one God, is supposed to be worshipping one God and then uh, going to heaven. Apparently that's uh, not sufficient. Uh, believing in the one God, the correct God, according to the Quran itself, uh, which the Jews believe in, is not sufficient. You are also supposed to acknowledge uh, the demigod Muhammad, which is a ridiculous uh, expectation to have. Have. Number two, you said that the Quran is uh, entirely unchanged. You can't really know that. You can't prove that because you cannot uh, at all give me evidence, give me certain concrete evidence uh, to show that the Quran which you hold in your hand today is the exact same Quran that Muhammad uh, recited to his companions. It's impossible for you to do that. Nobody can possibly do that. The scholars themselves will admit that. All you can do is, uh, by inference and by your best guesses, uh, assume that the Qurans that you have right now are indeed the one uh, that Muhammad's companions memorized and wrote down and then compiled. And if it's if it is then unchanged, so what? If Muhammad uh, made up a lot of stuff that a seventh century man makes up in a desert and then tells his friends and they then uh, jot it down or memorize it and compile it into a book, then I don't care if it's perfectly preserved or not. It's, it, if it's garbage at the beginning, it will be garbage in the end. Uh, number three, you said that the Quran encourages thinking. Uh, I think that is a ridiculous claim to make. The Quran says, uh, do they not ponder how Allah uh, created the heavens and the earths and this and that? The Quran doesn't encourage you to think. It encourages you to believe that its message is true. And when it says, don't you think, it basically insults you and belittles your intelligence. When I tell you, hey, I know what's best for you when I beat you up. Why don't you believe me? Why don't you use your mind? I'm not encouraging you to think. I'm encouraging you to submit and to obey, which is what Islam is. Islam intimidates you and uh, therefore says, why don't you use your mind? Number four, you said uh, the, uh, the Quran is scientific truth. Now, I made a list of uh, scientific mistakes that the Quran um, contains, uh, which are that the Quran says that stars are missiles thrown at rebellious devils who sneak up to listen to Allah's high assembly between the angels. And when uh, one of them is seen, then the angels quickly throw uh, the, the, the missiles, the stars at them, and those stars then chase them. And in the Hadith, we indeed see very clearly that that Muhammad affirms that a shooting star, which is not a star, a shooting star is a meteor, that a shooting star is, is one of those stars that are thrown at devils when they try to sneak up there and snatch knowledge from Allah. That is the Quran. Uh, it says that the sun has a resting place that it goes to, that it uh, sinks into a muddy spring, that the moon follows the sun, that the moon will lose its light one day, that the sun will, I don't know, soon in the, the sun and the moon will join one day, that they can't overtake each other, that, uh, that, the, that the night and the sun and the night, the day, night, sun and moon are four separate entities that you know just revolve around the earth and so on. Uh, but you gave certain proofs, certain scientific truths from the Quran. Let's look at those. There, that there is a barrier between seas. You made it look like the Quran says that there are two two seas which do not mix, like two oceans that do not mix, and that we only found out today that this is a fact. The Quran doesn't say that, however. Even in the citations that you gave, the Quran actually says, if you look at number uh, Quran chapter 23, verse 53 and 54, for example, it says that Allah uh, gave power over two seas, one of them saltish and bitter, one of them pal palatable and sweet, and has set, has set a bar between those forbidding uh, those two to mix into each other. So it is actually talking about sweet water and salt water. Salt water. Is this something that we have just found out, that those two waters are separate and they don't mix? No, absolutely not. That is a knowledge that has been around forever. It has been on the tongue of uh, folk writings and poems that, you know, uh, you are like the sweet water uh, separate from the salt water, for example, it is, from a, is from an ancient poem from ancient Greece. Uh, <laughs> That is because if you uh, go to the sea, you will taste the seawater and it will, be, it will be salty and impossible to drink. But you will also see that uh, the, that the seawater mixes with a uh, with with a with a giant um, you know with 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 a with a river with a major river which somehow is sweet and beautiful to drink and. 
it is a fact, a known fact that those two things do not mix. When you then say Allah created sweet water and salt water and made them separate and they don't mix, that is not a miraculous observation. It is an observation that a stupid person in 3000 BC can clearly make without any scientific proofs at all. Those waters do mix, by the way. All they do is that they preserve the qualities on either side because that's how it works. You can find a scientific uh, article for that to, to understand why that happens. I'm not going to explain that. Uh, expansion of the heaven, uh, that is unfortunately complete nonsense. The Quran says that Allah uh, created the heaven and uh, built it in such a way that it doesn't fall down on us and holds it up without pillars that you can see and he, he expanded it. He expanded the heaven. The Quran cannot refer to a universe because Muslims didn't even know what a universe is until uh, until the 20th century. The Quran only says that, the, that Allah built the sky, the sama, which is the sky. The sama dunya is the sky of the heaven, the lowest heaven. Allah built that and widened it. It also says in the same uh, context that Allah built the, the earth and then spread it as a as a bed so that you and I can walk on it. And then he placed mountains onto it. You say that this is a, uh, a scientific truth as well, that Allah places mountains onto it so it doesn't shake, which is strange because mountains don't have such a function that mountains unanimously prevent earthquakes or prevent the earth from shaking. It doesn't make any sense. You cannot verify that with any scientific evidence. Uh, you say that some mountains have um, pegs, uh, not all mountains have that. Some mountains have pegs, and, they, and they're not really pegs. They are merely uh, a crust that goes underneath the mountain because mountains are the, the, the earth that we walk on, which push against each other and then elevate or go under each other and then deform, which, which forms a mountain. Mountains are not placed onto the earth by Allah from above. They are the earth that we walk on, which moves and shapes in different ways. I shared a kid's article recently when I debated the same topic with Nader Ahmed, uh, just for him to, to read that. This, you, said the, you said that Muhammad was known as trustworthy, uh, apparently, allegedly so, but according to the Quran, Muhammad was also frequently accused of being a liar, of being crazy, of making things up, of taking stories from the past, and so on. It's not what I'm saying, that's what the Quran is saying. The Quran repeatedly says, and they say you are, a, and they say the messenger is a liar, you are not a liar, and so on. You said Muhammad is mentioned in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, which is uh, objectively false. In John, it's, uh, it's, it talks about a comforter. The comforter is somebody who is sent in the name of Jesus to talk to the people. Is Muhammad sent in the name of Jesus? Is, is Jesus the one who sends Muhammad? No. Uh, you said the moon splitting was witnessed, which is ridiculous. The moon splitting was not seen by anybody. There is no single rec record from the from the world about a moon splitting that happened. Uh, another Muslim apologist said that is because people were asleep at night, uh, <laughs> which is very funny. And at, finally, you said the truth is singular. I just have no idea what to do with that one. Uh, the Islam tells us ridiculous things, such as that uh, f flying horses are there, weird beings will invade the world and slaughter humanity and drink lakes dry. Uh, I don't know, the sun goes to a resting place at night and one day will literally go where it came from and rise from the west and so on. There is nothing miraculous about this. Muhammad's prophecies were ramblings of a strange person, of an ignorant individual in the 7th century. There is nothing good about it. Islam is false. Thank you. Thank you very much for that opening statement as well, Apostate Prophet. And we're going to jump into open conversation. want to let you know about some juicy upcoming things here at Modern Day Debate. In particular... If you have not noticed, our banner has changed. We're going to include not just debates and discussions. We're going to start putting on a lot more panels. So three or four people talking about religion or politics or science. That's coming up on Modern Day Debate. We're excited to get into that, kind of bring in a new type of content, keep things fresh. But with that, we're going to jump into this open conversation. Apostate Prophet and Mango, the floor is all yours. Awesome. Um, so, AP, you mentioned that, you know, you don't believe in Islam. You said yeah. that, um, you know, for a fact that you don't believe. But, you know, that's, that's not true. You know, if we, if I looked up into the sky and observed the sky to be blue, 
and then came back to you and said the sky is purple, am I being dishonest? I'm sorry. Um, you know for a fact that you are an idiot. Don't tell me that you don't know it. Don't tell me that, that that's not true. You know for a fact that you are an idiot. If you say that's not what you know or what you think, then I, I'm sorry, you're just being, you're just lying to me. You know deep in, in inside, in your heart, that you are an idiot, right? No, but you do know the truth. You were exposed to the truth. You even admitted in your previous videos that you were a, 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 a you know, someone who, who was a devout worshiper of God. And how does a devout worshiper of God come to the conclusion that God does not exist? That does not happen. There, okay, there um, had to be. But do, do you, do you understand why I just some intervention involved? There had to be some inner conflict involved in that. You can't go from a devout worshiper to an atheist. That doesn't happen in the history of humanity. Do you understand why I just asked you? Uh, why I just gave you the the response of, uh, you know, that you are stupid. I was. I wasn't. I wasn't uh, literally saying that you th that you know you are an idiot. But I was just making a comparison. Do you understand why I was making that comparison? No, I think it's a silly comparison. My my, the, what I said about the sky being blue and, and coming back to you and telling you that the sky is purple. But both of us, when we look at the sky, we can tell it's blue. Sure, but we, you can't know that Islam is true. That is a completely I, different you thing. You and I know it, it's the truth. And you're coming no, back don't. to me, and you're coming back to me, and you're telling me that the sky is purple. That's, well, well uh, here is there. There is a very simple difference. A very simple difference. The sky is blue. Blue is what this color that we uh, define the sky and many other objects, such as you know uh, the water and this and that. By uh, we we'll see from the eyes, the experiences from many people in the world, from all the people in the world, and from uh, photos and whatever it is, from scientific analysis, that the sky is indeed blue. There is no denying that. If you deny that, then you uh, are probably trying to trick people or you're lying to yourself or you're colorblind or you are blind or there is something else going on here we know for a fact that the sky is blue it is objectively verifiable is the same true for islam no it's not if it was if you could bring us scientific evidence which can show to us that Islam is definitely true, then that would be an accurate comparison. In any other case, which is the case here, this is simply a, an absurd comparison. It's not an absurd comparison. Okay, where is your scientific evidence that Islam is true? I gave you seven evidences to suggest that Islam is true. You, you, you just ignored them all. Yeah, well, I, de I, denied, I denied them. I refuted them. That's what I did. You did not refute them. These are objective truths. And you just deny, you just don't want to accept it. And that's okay. okay. Well, let's, go in, let's go into them, right? Um, so you said that, uh, that the Quran says that the, that the universe uh, expands. Do you think that that is a scientific truth and a proof for the truthfulness of Islam? What do you say about my, about my refutation that the Quran explicitly and clearly says, word for word, that Allah is the expander of the sky? He is the one who holds it up and expands it, which is nothing that has to refer to an, to an expansion of the universe. What do it you does. say about this refutation? It does. It does. Because commonly, human beings, when we refer to the heavens, we usually refer to things that are outside of Earth right? The stars, the other planets, uh, the solar system. That's what we refer to when we talk about heaven. So it is talking about the universe. Okay, I can easily refute that by, by bringing no, you a very you simple example. By bringing you, you a very simple example. The Quran says, and look at uh, the sky. Do you see a crack in it? What do you think that means? It doesn't mean, it's not a literal statement. It's a figure of speech. It's talking about Look at the sky. Look how perfect it is. Because every human being will, will have had, will have had experience to this. Okay, how, how, you how do up, you look? Let me finish. Let me finish. When you look up into the sky, you know you you just you know you're blown away at how vast and deep and you know beautiful it is. And that's mm -hmm. what it's talking about. It's talking about the magnificence of this creation. It's talking about how perfect 
this creation is. It's not talking about the dome and or glass that has a, a crack in it. It's talking about how amazing the universe is. And the Quran is not only a, a book about God, it's a scientific book as well. And that is what it's about. Okay, so um, the Quran clearly says, uh, look at the sky. Do you see a crack in it? It says, look at this. Uh, it says, Allah established the sky above the earth. He made it a ceiling. It says, uh, Allah is holding uh, the sky up with pillars that you cannot see or without pillars that you can see. This clearly refers to a. True. This clearly refers to a, to a sky. What, what do you What do you mean? It's not true. I can I can give you the Quran verse directly here, which uh, which which says those things. Um, if you show want me. to, yeah, I'll show you in a, in a, in a second. Uh, it, it those aren't literal statements. Okay. It, those are statements that describe, you know, the the metaphysical. You know, the okay. scientific community hasn't been able to describe the metaphysical. If we were able to actually look at the you know the structure of our universe from the perspective of God, we would find that there are actually pillars that are actually holding up the sky. We just we just haven't been able to find that out yet. You know, hopefully in the in the near in the near future, we would come back to that conclusion and we'll look back and go, oh my God, look at that! There's actually pillars holding up the sky. And it doesn't it doesn't mean literal pillars. It could mean you know microscopic atoms that that form together that hold the sky up we we don't know okay okay but but it, but it is that's not the point right the point is not the pillar the point is that the, that uh, it is describing a the sky as the thing that is being held up by Allah so it doesn't fall down on us he prevents it from falling down on us and uh if if you have such an expectation that we will find these pillars or or something i'm just wondering what exactly do you think uh is the purpose of those pillars because the, the the way the Quran describes the sky, it describes it as a ceiling that Allah built above us, which must be held up. Otherwise, it it's, would fall down on us and Allah prevents it from falling down. The sky is not such a thing, however. It is not an object. It is merely really, what you see. It doesn't need to be held up. It wouldn't fall down on us if it wasn't it's held really, up. It's really simple. Is there a space between the, 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 the very peak of the you know, the highest level of the sky and, and the, and the is there a space between us and the sky? Yes or no? What is, what is the highest space? Is there, uh, is there a space? You, you are asking, you are asking a question that doesn't make any sense. What is the highest place of the sky? I don't know. Uh, when you're like, the sky, the, the sky, it's a, it's a the sky doesn't. Question. It's a simple question. Is it's not a space? simple question. It's not is a simple there a space question. You, you can't. Someone who's on the ground and, and someone who's up there in the sky. Is there a space between that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. So in you, if you're in a room, the space between the the ground the the room that you're in and the ceiling yes or no yeah yeah sure and how is that being how is the ceiling being held up by uh, the building by the by by the elements of the building exactly. that hold it up okay exactly and, and, exactly and does, does does the sky need such a thing as well would it otherwise yeah. fall down on us no it wouldn't yeah no it wouldn't yeah. No, it wouldn't. It would scientifically, yes. It no, would, scientifically there needs, not. There needs to be a reason why there's so much space between the ground and and you know the 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 you know the highest you know whatever the atmosphere. Whatever okay, but apparently you don't understand how the how the sky works and what the sky actually is. The sky doesn't exist. There there is no object called the sky. What you see as it the does. sky, what you see as the sky above us, is what you uh, look at and perceive. It is what you see as uh, no. as, as the as the as the firmament above us because no. uh, because of the change of colors and tones due to the atmosphere that exists no. above us. Is there a no. place in the sky that you? can you know crush into and then fall back down no it no, is all no, air it, 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 it is held no, it no. is on the contrary it is held together it is not held up there it is held no. together if it no. wasn't held together by the earth it would just disperse and go away it wouldn't fall down on that's it. not true that's not it's, true. It is true I'm because sorry. when you're when someone is in space there is no gravity but when you immediately enter the earth's atmosphere there is gravity that 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 barrier that's the sky. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. There's nothing that can fall down, though. So it's, it's kind of a weird suggestion to make. Uh, but you wanted to ask for proof. So uh, Quran chapter 67 verse 3 says, He created the, heaven, the heavens in seven layers. 
uh, look at the sky. Do you see any breaks? Sky. Exactly. It exactly. says tw- it, in 21, give me a second. It says in 21, verse 32, it says, we made the sky a protected ceiling, but from but they but that they are turning away from its science. Is it a ceiling? No, it's not. It says, it he who made for you the earth a bed and the sky a ceiling, and he sent down from the sky rain. It then says uh, in chapter 31, verse 10, it says, he created the heavens without pillars that you see. Uh, and finally, in chapter 13, verse 2, it says, It is Allah who uh, raised the heavens without pillars. He established himself above them, and he made, this, he made, this, he made subject the sun and the moon. Uh, so is there such a thing that took place? No, there is not. Yes, yes. The sky is not held up. That's, it's not falling down on us. There's yeah, no yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So you mentioned that there are seven seven uh, layers, right? Yeah. yeah. In science, um, the atmosphere is divided into seven. You have, you know, the seven layers of, of, of atmosphere uh, moving upward from ground level, Right. These are called like the troposphere, the stratosphere, the massosphere, the, the thermosphere, and the exosphere. Mm-hmm. And then it gradually fades away as you sort of get into the realm of interplanetary space. And so that to me affirms what the Quran says about okay. the, the several layers of the heaven. So Can I ask you to read a Quran verse? Sure. Uh, Quran chapter 30, 41 verse 12 okay so he formed the heaven into seven heavens in two days assisting to each its mandate and we adorned the lowest heaven with stars like lamps for beauty and for protection that is the design of the Almighty Almighty. Exactly. So, what, what 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 did what does the Quran say? It's uh, adorned. He adorned the lowest heaven, the nearest heaven, with stars. Now, you described to me that the seven layers uh, in the Quran refer to uh, you know the seven layers of atmosphere, which is not even an accurate description. So, but the Quran yes, says, is. but the Quran says here that Allah placed into the lowest heaven the stars. Where are the stars? are they in the in in the lowest atmosphere no clearly this is this is describing a different this is an entirely different context this is talking about you know the metaphysical heaven the heaven that we're not able to actually observe it's talking about you know the 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 different uh you know uh you know it's talking about a heaven that can only be observed if you were dead okay i think this debate is over James, what do you think? We can go into the Q&A if you guys would like, unless you guys have any last arguments you want to mull over. I think I'm done. Mango, anything? Um, yeah, we could go into <laughs> We could go into Q&A. I wanted to touch on actually like destiny and free choice. I know you've talked about that a lot in the past. Yeah, that's not super related to the topic. So I do want to jump into the Q&A. We're going to jump into this question and answer session. If you happen to have questions, folks, fire them into the old live chat. Same thing as always. If you ask a super chat, we put those at the top of the list. Otherwise, you can tag me with at Modern Day Debate as well. This one coming in from Barry. Barry says, AP Mango says that you know that Islam is true and that you're lying about it. Why bother debating against someone so inherently dishonest? Uh, well, I don't think he's dishonest. I think that he's just lying to himself, um, thinking that I actually know that Islam is true, which is why I'm, uh, you know, de- which is which is why I'm denying it and all that. It's I, it's he lies to himself for the comfort. I would not accuse him of um, of being dishonest to me, but rather I would pity him for being dishonest to himself. This is coming in from space is a lie. Says, does the ocean need pillars to keep its form? <laughs> No, it does not. It does not need pillars. You got it. There and you go. That appears to be, folks, if you have any other last questions, that appears all to be all we have. So do let me know. I'm keeping an eye on the live chat. I'll give you about 60 seconds to get in any last questions. In the meantime, I want to let you know, folks, our guests are linked in the description. So if you would like to hear more from our guests, 
namely a posse profit and mango tea you certainly can by clicking on their links down in the description box and that includes if you're listening to this debate via the podcast as all of our debates end up on the modern day debate podcast available at fine podcast apps everywhere within 24 hours of the debate so so anyone if you have questions uh, make a super chat ask a question we will be happy to answer those uh sorry for ending it so abruptly uh blame yeah you can blame it on me <laughs> this one let's see coming in from deliberation under ideal condition says for mango why did muhammad have sex with aisha when she was nine years old um I think because she demonstrated maturity and uh, and um, she that's good enough next one be your question can, can, I, can I give my opinion to that or you'd like yeah um. So the idea that a nine-year-old girl, so he married her when she was six years old, or he engaged uh, to her and then uh, consummated the marriage, meaning had sex with her and, and took her to bed when she was nine years old. If you are suggesting that somebody who's nine years old, a girl who's nine years old is mature, is ready for that, that is simply um, horrible. She's neither physically ready, meaning sexually ready, nor is she mentally ready for that. If you think you would allow your nine-year-old daughter to go and, I will put it as PC as I can, unite in marriage with a 55-year-old man, then you should be locked up. This one coming I'm, in from... I'm actually, I just want to say one thing. I'm actually open for you to change my mind. I'm happy to leave Islam right here, right now, if you can give me clear evidence to suggest that Islam is a lie. Nah, I don't, I don't think I care that much, honestly. Different from BM says, question to Mango, how much time did Solomon keep standing after his death? Um, I have no idea. I'm not a historian. This one coming in from, I'm not sure if Nikki, thanks for your question and your super chat. Nikki, who did you mean this for? You guys can let me know if you know who it might be for. Would you debate a former imam who is now a follower of Jesus Christ? I would, can't tell you. I, I guess it is for Mango. That's what I'm guessing too. Um, yeah, sure. Happy to do that. Gotcha. That appears, oh, maybe one last one. one zero zero one 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 zero zero says, for AP, does Muhammad's revelation cohere with previous revelations that he claims are true? Uh, I don't understand the question. I think they might mean what Mango claims are true. In terms, I mean, uh, here, here's the thing with Muhammad's um, with Muhammad's uh, prophecies and revelations, whatever you want to call it. So the revelations are, are the, the Quran versus Quran revelations or the Quran signs as they are known. Um, the prophecies are the prophecies that are recorded uh, and attributed to him through um, collections of you know, reports known as hadiths. Um, he made a lot of hadith. People can be very selective and pick whatever they want out of those and say, you know, this this will happen sometime, this happened in his time, and so on. If you look at the entirety of those uh, prophecies, most of them have nothing to do with the messages that came before him, meaning uh, with Abrahamic tradition. Uh, if you look at the revelations of the Quran, most, most of that is entirely disconnected from the spirit of previous uh, religions and tradition. Uh, the prophecies that he made about the future are a failure when you look at them. He, he, in fact, said, for example, when asked, when will the hour be, which means when will the day of judgment, the last hour be, he said, before, a, before this boy in his presence gets too old, uh, the, the hour will be established. He was clearly saying that the, that the, that the hour will happen, happen when this boy, before this boy gets very old. He clearly said that, and now you have to jump around and reinterpret what he actually meant by saying that, and so on. So, and and, and he's full of such prophecies, which just prove that he is—he uh, was not a true prophet. Can I just say that, that that's not true at all? He, he didn't say that 
that the last the last day would come when this boy would get old. That's not true at all. What did he say then? He's referring to um, the de- the day of resurrection that we all face, which is death. Mm-hmm. So the, um, let, me, let me read here clearly from a few sources here. Sahih Muslim uh, 2953B. When the, when the, when, um, a boy came and said, when would the last hour come? Thereupon Allah's messenger kept quiet for a while, then looked at a young boy in his presence, belonging to the pri- tribe of uh, Az-Janwar. And he said, if this boy lives, he would not grow very old till the last hour would come to you. What is translated here as the last hour is literally just Saad, which means the hour, uh, and that unanimously throughout the entire Hadith collection, whenever it is mentioned only exclusively 100% refers to the hour. The question that these people have asked clearly and explicitly refers to the hour. The only way for you to come and say he actually meant something else is reinterpretation and that is a very desperate no, that's not true because he clearly says he doesn't know when the hour will be well so, i never said muhammad i never said muhammad was consistent so that's the issue this one coming in from do appreciate your question wizard of frabaz says does mango tea know any nine-year-olds that are mature enough in his view there is a correct answer to this mango tea if you don't want the fbi calling <laughs> you or a a showing um, up at home. Uh, we don't have to talk about that one. Let's see. We're just <laughs> going to move past that one. Daniel says, AP, if this channel is not here tomorrow, you'll know why. Daniel says, AP is doing God's work. Please excuse the irony. Sounds like you have a fan out there, AP. Question, Thank you. Also coming in from Deliberation Under Ideal Conditions. Appreciate it. Says, from Ango, why does the Quran forward incorrect descriptions of fetal development involving a clot of blood slowly turning into a clump of flesh um the quran is scientifically accurate and it clearly shows the the development process uh, that a fetus goes uh, passes through um yes semen does come from ribs it's been scientifically proven um and <laughs> I, I can give you sources to that. I can demonstrate to you that that's where semen originates from. Um, in fact, if you look at the origin story of humanity, uh, Adam, his wife, came from his side of his rib, which basically means that semen came from the side of the rib. That means semen comes from rib. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Cool servant Jesus Swag says, Did Allah make man out of nothing, Surah 1967, or did Allah make man out of clay, Surah 1526? Um, so, obviously, we all come from nothing. And then, you know, we're made out of clay. So, hopefully, that answers your question. This one, coming in from Deliberation Under Ideal Conditions, says from Ango, why does the Quran forward incorrect descriptions? Gotcha. We talked about that. Sorry about that. This one coming in from Sorgu says, well, this one, Bilali Ali says from Ango, is the earth flat? Um, yes. By the way, is that <laughs> <laughs> the Okay, you have to be trolling. This can't be real. No, like it says you, you in the just... Quran that the earth is flat. So I believe that the earth is flat. Is that true? In what sense is the earth flat? We can't feel any movements. <laughs> Does the Quran mention anything about the shape of the earth? Yeah, it, it says that the earth is a, is a Allah made the earth spread uh, like a flat bed or whatever it is. Didn't you tell me earlier that uh, Allah? Did you tell me that the Quran affirms the Big Bang because it says that Allah expanded the heaven, which according to you means Allah expands the universe? Well, the earth is is Allah's footstool. And it's we don't expand, but the, 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 the things that are above us do. Everything that's above us, the heaven expands. But we, we sit on a flat bread or flatbed and 
there is invisible pillars holding up the sky. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but like the f- we don't expand. Everything above us expands. Mm-hmm. It clearly says that. And science says that as well. Okay. This one coming in from Hake. Thanks for your super sticker. Appreciate it. As well as question from Greenpeace One says, how does Islam know about gravity and E equals MC squared? Is that a question for me? I think um, so. Look, I'm not a I'm not a scientist, but um, I think those like the gravity and E equals MC squared. I think those are um, entirely appropriate, uh, and they fit in with the the narrative that the Quran um, has. And you know, I I I don't see how gravity or E equals MC squared has any objections to the ground at all i think it in fact it reaffirms the ground this one coming in from minecraft player says how can islam be real if our eyes aren't real that's a good question i'll have to think about that gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> mago are you a troll no no <laughs> The Unless nothing you're makes a sense recent here. convert, the as in if you converted to Islam in the, next, in the last week, we've had a ton of people in chat saying you're a troll. And I know that I specifically asked you if you actually believe in Islam when you emailed me because I, I we do, don't I do. allow I can... debates where people are playing devil's advocate or trolling. No, I, I, I am a Muslim. I can recite if you like. Can you recite uh, some verses or something? Yeah, sure. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Go on. Uh, do you want me to continue? Yeah. Uh, but it's going to take forever. No, just just go with the first. Uh, that, that wasn't the whole. That wasn't the whole whole sewer, was it? Are you a former Muslim, and you that's why you remember? Can, can you recite no. the whole? Can you recite the whole Fatiha, the first one? Yeah, yeah, sure. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Maliki, Yomidini, Yakin, Abdu, Yakin, Nasta'in, and then Azharadun, Batagim, Basharadun, and then Arabdan, and Malum, 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 Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> no. Woody Woodpecker says, "Sending love to AP here for you, man." And we want to say it is true. In the future, well, I mean, I will take your word for it, just because unless you've been flagrantly lying this entire time, you're actually a Muslim. I do have to say though, it is true. We've always avoided. Well, technically, like. Three years ago, we had a devil's advocate debate, and we don't think that there's anything wrong with those. We are all for other channels that do them, but we just found they weren't our style. The audience just didn't like it. So we are very, like, that is important to us, that we actually want people debating. You you could say we want them to have skin in the game. We want them to have a high-stakes debate such that they're debating their own actual beliefs. And so... That, just in case anybody is wondering about that. But want to say, our guests are linked in the description. If you want to hear more from either Apostate Prophet or Mango Tea, you certainly can. Their links are below. I'm going to be right back with a post-credit scene letting you know about upcoming debates. So stick around for that. And if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button as we have many more juicy debates, such as the one on the bottom right. But thank you, AP and Mango. It's been a true pleasure to have you guys here tonight. Thank you so much, James. Uh, thank you, Mango. And stay away from Islam. I'm back to Islam. We'll be back. I'll be back in just a moment. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.